Hey, everybody. This is Adam, host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Did you know I'm doing stand-up comedy again for the first time since COVID? It's true. On Friday, February 3rd, at a punk rock club called The Sardine in San Pedro, California, you can see me tell jokes for the first time in years alongside Jeff May, Anna Valenzuela, and your host for the evening, Atif Myers. On top of that, Danger Van Gorder and Countless Thousands will be playing music afterwards along with a bunch of other bands. Come out and make a whole night of it. Tickets are cheap, just $5. And you can get them at unpops.co slash sardine. Again, that's unpops.co slash S-A-R-D-I-N-E. Please come out and support. I would really appreciate it. And thanks. We love you. Let's get to the show. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. And then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, mind your own business. Joining me today, it's, I mean, it's just me and Jeff. Do I have to do this every time? I'm Adam Todd Brown. Jeff is Jeff. We do this. We do podcasts. Jeff does a bunch. I do a bunch. And then you listen to them. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Todd Brown and Jeff May. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host, fucking Jeff's here. Hey, it's hey, me. How's it going? I was going pretty good. You know, having a good day. It's, good. It's a little cool in Southern California today. Oh, come on. It doesn't get cool in Southern California. That's what people yeah. will tell you. Yeah, it's great for places that don't have insulation in their houses. Yeah, yeah. That's the That's thing. Right it's like it's like I live in a shanty. <laughs> we are not designed for this. But hey, yeah, Jeff's back. Yay! Yeah, I'm feeling good about it. We are doing a Q&A episode this week. Yes. Like we always do about this time. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Right? We introing. We have Twitter questions. We have Patreon questions. We have Discord questions. We got Instagram questions. We got them all. Hey, and if you're in the chat and you want to ask a question, do it. I dare you. I fucking, fucking dare, dare you. you. I fucking dare you to do that. Yeah. You're not going to, though, are you? Probably not. You're not going to do it, are you? You're not going to do it, are you, huh? Arguably my favorite Unpops episodes that we do, not only from a quality standpoint, but also I don't have to do shit. No From research. a research standpoint, it's gold. Yeah, it is pretty magic in that way. This is our equivalent of rolling the TV with the VCR out in class. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. We are watching Jurassic World today. So which questions should we start with? Patreon. You Patreon. should always go with Patreon first. Those, those motherfuckers are paying money to ask questions. Out here giving us cash. Hell yeah. First question, Mike Stanton. Is there more Pod 6 coming? I need the Chirac episode. I totally uh, want to hear your take on it. There's also a question for Jeff, but before we get to that one, 
uh, yeah, obviously, there's more Pod 6 coming. I just right now am doing the Fleetwood Mac podcast, the Ghost Adventures podcast, and the Lost podcast. And when I get through the first seasons of those, then I'll be back to the sports pod and Pod 6 and all that. So, yes, and I am excited to do the Chirac episode also because I uh, know someone who was a extra on that movie and I want to see if I can find her in that film. I've never seen Chirac. Jeff? Yes. What's the best Masters of the Universe figures weapon? Ooh, an excellent question. I would say it's hard to ignore He-Man's power sword. The design is so good. Uh, I know it's the the thing that's classically relegated to what we think of when we think of He-Man, but the design of that sword is just so solid that it's hard not to say something else. Like there was cool like laser beams and shit. I will say that it's very funny that I think Modulok came with an Uzi. Like he came with a gun that was just kind of an Uzi. And you're like, that's not, that doesn't belong in, in He-Man. <laughs> I but, mean, uh, it's, it's got to be the power sword. Yeah. Good answer. All right. Next question from Madeline Brown on Patreon. No relation. If we lived in the kind of society where all your needs are met without having to work, what would you do with your time? I'm going to be honest, nothing. Just like the fucking office space answer. I would do very, very little. I mean, I would do shit, but like, like I'm definitely not one of those people who's like, oh, I would still work even if I had enough money and didn't have to. Fuck those people. Give that job to someone who needs it. I would fucking chill. Yeah, J-O. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I I would probably do pretty much what I'm doing now. I know that sounds whatever, yeah. but like, I mean, if you're, if I'm going to fill my time, for, I, I would probably read more. <laughs> I would read and, and probably exercise more and like learn how to surf or something like that. But in reality too, like I would probably just, I would just do this. I like doing, I like the projects that we do. I like, mean, I we would get to, I would certainly do less of what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Yes. Yeah, no, I feel that in my bones because, <laughs> well, it's funny, too, because I love what I'm doing, but I, I hate the fact that you need to do it to survive, right. to like pay your bills. Yeah. Um, if I could just free do it, I would still be doing a lot of the shows. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. A lot, I, not much would change. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like if the question was like if I came into a bunch of money, what would I do? Then I think I would keep doing what I'm doing, but I would just promote the shit out of it and make it huge. Yeah. Like, turn it into a real boy. Next question from Andrew B. No relation. Adam, have you ever expanded on your Ace of Base are Nazis theory? I remember an episode a few years back where you said you had new information slash proof, but I don't remember ever hearing it. To be clear, I'm 100% on board with this theory after listening to their hits but I wanted your in-depth analysis on it as well. Do you know about the article I wrote for Cracked? That that would probably be your your first source for information. Uh, I wrote a pretty lengthy article about the Ace of Base theory, and I did expand on it on a Conspiracy the Show episode with Chet Wild a few years ago. So yeah, if you if you look around the Conspiracy the Show episodes, you'll find one about Ace of Base. Yeah, it would have been really funny if the question was, I, as I have been continuing to listen to their hits <laughs> since exactly. I read the article. Yeah, Ace of Base. I still stand by it. I think they were a fucking Nazi band. and yeah, That makes them bangers. Yeah, and uh, they've never really responded. 
to that article, even though we did reach out to them when I wrote it. So, eh. Where'd you reach out? The Hague? <laughs> yeah. We posted on a right wing yeah. board. Stormfront. We went on Stormfront. Yeah, we went on Stormfront. <laughs> All right. This is a question. There's one for me and one for Jeff. Since I just answered one, I'll ask the Jeff question first. Slater07 says, Jeff, besides being required to like the Dropkick Murphys by the state of Massachusetts, what music are you into? Great question. Uh, It depends on the event. It depends on what's going on because I I have like musical modes. For example, if I am working out in any way, it tends to be music like Daft Punk, Chemical Brothers, Crystal Method, Prodigy, the Teddy Bears, Sophie Tucker, like stuff that has kind of a dance beat that I can continue being motivated to move with. If I'm just chilling, it tends to be more relaxed stuff or like Frank Turner, Chris Stapleton. I've been listening to a lot of like classic rock lately. You know, like sometimes I'll put on like a Bob Seger Pandora station and just let that just let it be like an oldies station. Just go through me. Fucking love Bob Seger. Yeah, I really like Bob Seger. But then sometimes a song will come on. I'll be like, I fucking hate this song. And it's it's strange to me when that happens, like Hollywood Nights. I can't stand Hollywood Nights. Yeah, Hollywood Nights isn't my favorite. I also don't love a lot of his 80s stuff. I don't like like a rock all that much. I get oh, it. Oh, like a rock came on yesterday and I was like, I'm turning it off. And, yeah. and I also don't give a shit about old time rock and roll. Like, <laughs> OK, also a bad song, right? Yeah. Like it's I get it. I get why people like it. But in terms of Bob Seger's catalog, there's yeah. so old, much better. Yeah. That's an old man song, by the way, like yeah. old time rock and roll. But like a rock came on and I was like, I'm turning this song off. And Val was like, why? And I'm like, so I'm not trying to buy a Toyota Tundra. Yeah. Like it's you can't hear that song and not think car commercial anymore. Yeah. Um, Billy Joel yeah. has a lot of songs like that for me, too, where it's like yeah. I like Billy Joel, but some of his stuff is just, like Uptown Girl is so fucking corny. I can't. That is the, that is the lamest song in the world. <laughs> it is so lame. It. that's yeah. But it and I guess that. That really does come to like the the region, like fucking Elton John shreds. Yeah. And oh, then every once in a while you hear a song yeah. and you're just like, pass. Yeah. And that lot, happens with everybody. A lot of those classic rock musicians struggled in the 80s. Like once yeah, synthesizers became a thing, a lot of them were really kind of feeling around in the dark. You know who got in at the right time for that? Van Halen. I where they, fucking hate those Van Halen songs. I, I understand that, but they didn't do poorly. No, they like, they performed really well, but so did yeah. like Born in the USA. And I that's that's another song that like it's Bruce Springsteen's probably biggest hit, but it's I think among most Springsteen fans it's not yeah. a favorite. Because it's yeah. just I, it sounds dated. Yeah. I, I do have that I have a very eclectic taste in what my music is, but it is definitely um activity based. For me, Slater07 asks, Adam. You always mention how much you enjoy female vocalists and singer-songwriters. I was wondering if you had any opinions on Phoebe Bridgers, Julian Baker, or their band Boy Genius. Also, just want to say I love your Jen and Jess's music recommendations on Trend Pony. It's opened me up to a lot of great artists I never would have checked out on my own. I am not super familiar with Phoebe Bridgers. I've tried to listen to some of her stuff. I did like... What was the project she did with Connor Oberst? Damn it. Now I have to look it up. Better Oblivion Community Center. I can't believe that wasn't just sitting on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, why didn't you just know that immediately? But that album I like a whole lot, but 
I just I like I like Bright Eyes and I like Connor Oberst I think more than I like Phoebe Bridgers. But yeah, she's fine. I've never listened to Boy Genius or Julian Baker. But hey, maybe I'll check them out. And thanks and for the question. Stuff. And uh, that's actually it for Patreon questions. I guess I can go check and see if anyone has added any. Don't. I'm gonna. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. Jonathan Quinn says, hey, Adam, are there any more Best Bad Movie episodes in the works? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, th- those I don't, don't not know. show up. It's just. Yeah, I don't know. That's very much like, a, oh, do you guys want to do one of these? Yeah, and even then, it's it's just getting so fucking difficult. Like Tom and Dave record a lot, also. Like it's not. Yeah, it is a it is a hard group to get together. Yeah. Um, I did like we have someone doing bookings for Unpops now, so that would ostensibly help, but it's not going to help free up time for Tom and Dave. So I don't know. We're trying. Should we move on to Discord questions? Go to the Discord. Just Wood One Two Three. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Nice. Asks, who would you put money on to go to the Super Bowl? I am still on board with San Francisco coming out of the NFC. And I think Cincinnati out of the AFC. How about you, Jeff? I think or hope because think, I think most likely I'm not too far off of where you're thinking, but hoping I, I want the Cowboys in there specifically for stupid selfish reasons in that I want, I want Sean to get a ring. Yeah, and I never want the Cowboys to win. So I'm I'm very much against that notion. Did they kill their kicker, by the way? They Did they kill him? They didn't even cut him. They are sticking with him, even though he has missed five extra points in a row because he missed one the previous game also. That is an unfathomable case of the yips. It reminds me of when Bears kicker Cody Parkey hit the upright something like four times in a game against Detroit. And it's like, at some point you got to start giving him four points for that instead of not counting it. Like that's way harder than kicking a field goal. You nail the fucking uprights four times. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. Uh, Next discord question. Mile Eclipse two says nineties, hip hop, East coast or West coast. Also then versus now nineties. Ah, I don't I consumed West Coast for a while. Yeah, there were there was a stretch where, you know, the CIA conspired with the record labels and nothing was being pushed but gangster rap. But then once you get to like 93, 94, I, I think it's not as yeah. clear was cut it, because did, then did, that's when Nas, Wu-Tang, yeah. uh, who am I missing? Notorious Big. The IG, I was like. Yeah. That's when they all yeah. kind of emerged on the scene and like brought East Coast hip hop back. You think it's Illmatic is like the one that really because probably. Yeah, I, I would assume that Illmatic is the one that brought the most sort of critical attention to the East Coast stuff as well. Yeah. Well, Notorious um, Big, too. That first Notorious Big album people fucking loved. I just I don't yeah. remember what came out first between those three. I feel like Wu-Tang came out before both of those and Wu Tang also went a, a long, long way toward bringing East Coast hip hop back yeah. because, yeah, there was a point where even East Coast rappers were doing like G funk stuff. There's a rapper called Master Ace who has an album called Sitting on Chrome that is essentially a West Coast 
G funk. Album. It's actually sitting on Crohn's and uh, it's mostly bathroom related. Yeah. It's about Crohn's disease. It's a very yeah. personal album. It's very, it's his, it's his emancipation of Mimi. <laughs> and then versus now. I don't, I don't see it now versus that. I like, I, it's too, I think music is too global to be coastal. Yeah. I would say, I guess in terms of East coast rappers now, like, I don't know. I feel like the South is kind of dominating rap music more these days than anything else. But like in terms of writer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like in terms of East Coast rappers, I do like uh, Run the Jewels a whole lot. West Coast, I fucking love Kendrick Lamar. But yeah, I don't know. I think Jeff's right. It's like it's not it's as too- it, it was just East Coast and West Coast in the 90s. And now it's yeah. like everywhere. Yeah, you weren't you weren't really getting too much. You, you, what were you going to listen to out of Chicago at the time? It was like a common, crucial and, conflict. And uh, them? Charlie Tuna, <laughs> right? Nicolo Blight, if that is your real name. This question is for Adam. Although I'm not sure why Jeff couldn't answer this question. Also, if you could this go, guy does not like me. <laughs> if you Eat could, my ass, Nick. If you could go back in time and see one event live, would you go? to see Super Bowl 20 or game six of the 1998 NBA finals. All right. I'm going to go Super Bowl 20 because I expect that it made Jeff a little sad. Well, no, you wouldn't have been old. I was too young to care. Yeah. You were too young to care. But if we went back in time now, I would take Jeff with me. So it would make Jeff sad. I know what happens though. Yeah. Patriots get, I'm going to go watch a route bank while I'm wearing my bury the bears trucker hat. No, I'm good. If I recall correctly, it was like 13 to 10 at halftime of that game. It then, was it was not. The Patriots had no chance in yeah, that game. Or maybe it was 23 to 10. But yeah, no, it, it was not. It, it was never that close. Yeah. And yeah, I remember the Patriots. The Bears had the Super Bowl shuffle and the Patriots had a song called, We're Gonna Skin the Bears. It's like, you fucking dorks. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we didn't do that. No, you did not. And that song sucked. Yeah, I don't know. Game six of the 98 NBA Finals. I get that's Jordan's last game. But in terms of Bulls highlights, I don't know if that's the one I would have gone for. I would have wanted to go. Wasn't that the nail in the coffin of that's the one where he takes that fucking rotating jumper, right? It's the one where he hits the game winning shot to win the NBA Finals. And it was also his last game with the Bulls. It's the game where he pushes. uh, I forget who was guarding him. At the time, but he just like throws that motherfucker out of the. <laughs> he throws him like Bret Hart. Yeah, it was great. Irish whips him into the. <laughs> yeah, that was when he threw Carl uh, Malone into a DDT and then got back up, sunk a three. I think it was Brian Russell was the person who was guarding him, but yeah, I think I would want to go to the game where Jordan scored thirty-five points in the first half, which I believe was against the Trailblazers in the finals. And I don't remember, or no, no, no. I would want to see the flu game. That's what I would want to go to. Because you want to get the flu. Yeah, I would, I would want to go to the flu game. Yes, Andres Alvarez confirms. Brian Russell is who was guarding Jordan. Yeah, I think flu game is the one I'd want to go to. Polygamy, you like to call it. <laughs> I love this question. Pickle boys Zarander. You can make a football team with only fictional sports characters. Who are your starters? Dude, that's 22 people. Yeah, I do not have the energy to do that, but the answer is all of them are the Hulk. Air Bud for me. Yeah. The Bo Jackson, Wayne Gretzky, and Michael Jordan from the Pro Stars cartoon. (laughs) 
Kid and Play from the Kid and Play cartoon. Norm from Cheers says, what are your thoughts on Pennyworth? Have you watched Pennyworth? Pennyworth fucks. Yeah, I like Pennyworth. I've only seen the first season, but I need to I got to tell you, the, the amount of left turns that you get in Pennyworth is worth watching. It's Pennyworth watching because God damn you. Every, every episode, you're like, you're not really going to do this, though, are you? And then they do it and you're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it gets so much more wild in the next two seasons, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have to finish watching it, but I did like the first season a lot. My roommate has nothing to do with any of this stuff. She's just like a cool chick that works in fashion. And we watch Pennyworth together. And she's like, I fucking love this show. And she just gets high as shit and watches Pennyworth with me. And it is a fucking blast. Hell yeah. And his Michael Caine impression is spot on. Yeah. Mike Loop 86 says, what food should Hey There Jeffro be forced to eat for tricking you into trying fruitcake? Uh, chicken wings. Yes, my deceptive motions to get you to try fruitcake <laughs> by saying i like it and i think it's not as bad as people give it credit for and then you voluntarily ate some very stealth jeff yeah look at me. i'm i'm a master of intrigue i can't, i don't know what else to tell you <laughs> oh that's sleight of hand but yeah jeff doesn't like eating meat off the bone so i would say chicken wings i'm going to someone's birthday party at like a fucking pirate themed restaurant and they were like, so, you know, just give me the money. So I signed you up for the chicken. I was like, I'm going to need to alter that one because I'm already I already know what's coming and I don't want it. Yeah. I think the pirate themed restaurant is going to give me a fucking chicken thigh and I'm good. Yeah. Um, or so I'll take the vegetarian option. Turkey leg, something like yeah. that. Yeah. I remember we went to that Super Bowl party that one year and we got there and all the food they had was ribs and wings. No, I was just like, this is cool. I, I <laughs> ate a lot of salsa. And a lot of chips and salsa at that party. Oh, that was good times. Yeah, I had completely blocked out that memory where I won money because I picked Von Miller Von to Miller. win MVP. You won. Everybody else was like, you picked Von Miller and everyone's like, fucking okay. And then he got it and you were like, give me my fucking money. Yeah, because I remember they had been talking about that in the week leading up to the Super Bowl. They were like, this could be the year someone on defense wins. And it, it sure was. It happened. Hey, Bob Grenville asks, do you think mainstream anti-vax sentiment is here to stay in conservative circles? Or do you think they will tire of it and jump to the next made-up culture war crisis? Well, that's not going anywhere. It's weird because DeSantis was pro-vax, right? I believe so, yeah. So I think he's, they're, they're, I think the conservatives are hoping that he's going to be the one to bring a form of quote-unquote intellectual conservatism back, as they have clearly, you know, conservatives used to be considered like the upper crust and now they're really leaning into like the the hick energy that a lot of conservative that a lot of conservatives have brought they that blue collar energy but the problem is they're using morons to do it and so they're attracting morons so how do they bring back the quote-unquote dignity that they thought they had before you know yeah i just feel like anti-vax sentiment is here to stay forever i mean it would be nice if it went away but uh. I, I, I'm not, I don't see it. Uh, Jeff, do we have any Twitter questions? Oh boy, do we have Twitter questions? <laughs> the answer is yes, Adam. Oh, okay, good. We do have Twitter questions. So uh, we asked this question yesterday and we got, to, it looks like 28 replies. Some of you have private accounts. I don't know what the hell you're thinking. If oh. You're going to reply to me with a lock on your phone. But yeah, so uh, I'm going to read the ones that show up. Uh, it says 28. I counted 21. So if yours didn't get read, you're either private or you're being shadow banned by Twitter. Oh, yeah, that could be. Or shadow banned by me and Jeff. Yeah. 
or I don't fucking like you. Yeah. How about that? Could be any number of things, really. Norm from Cheers asked, hey, if you could watch a movie again for the first time, which one would it be? Mm, Fargo. 1982 is the thing. Mm, that's a good choice. Yeah. Or maybe Gremlins. <laughs> Gremlins also. I, I would want to do something that has that, like, some kind of energy, like a... Uh, I'm trying to think of it. What off the top of my head? Uh, fucking like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something that's going to be like a big surprise. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Dre, we already asked the Dre Alvarez one. Okay. We have from uh, JD's Bunker. Adam, what are your top five conspiracy show episodes from the past year? I haven't listened to a podcast in forever and I don't know where to start. Well, I'm glad you asked that on my Twitter. Yeah. Um, top five from the past year. I don't know. The Paul Pelosi episode was interesting i've any of the more current news type conspiracy episodes i like a lot also i had a damn fun time i don't know if it was if we did any of them in 2022 or if that all ended in 2021 but me and olivia hydar recapped every episode of conspiracy theory with jesse ventura and God, let me tell you, I wish there were 10 more seasons of that show. You know, we were supposed to have <laughs> more seasons of the show, but Hulk Hogan came in and used his Peter Thiel money and got us canceled. Didn't you did one of those episodes, I believe, right? Probably. Yeah. Where we the covered. Denver airport one, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That show is so great. It's just Jesse Ventura rolling up to government buildings and being like, I'm a governor. Let me in. It's like I that. was a member of the Minnesota government, the executive <laughs> branch. Uh, so and good. I was in Predator with Arnold. <laughs> so good. So good. But yeah, I guess I don't know that I have a, a top five. That's a lot. I'd have to go yeah. through them and like pick them out. Just listen to all of me and Jeff's podcasts. Just start yeah, there. Why not start with that? Yeah. A lot of our shows are you can just pick it up. Yeah. Like there's no like Jeff has cool friends isn't a series, by the way, That's, <laughs> every episode is a new episode of with a new person. And same thing like Unpops. There's no it's not like Unpops is a, a new every week kind of a thing. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're talking the sports pod or the music pod, you're going to want to jump yeah. in at certain points. But beyond that, I think pretty much everything we do, you can just get in whenever I am a firm believer like. If you have me listen to a podcast I did last year, I will tell you it sucks. And the podcasts I am doing this year are so much better. Yeah. So I I just, I kind of always like think my most recent stuff is the best. Just feel like I'm always getting better, baby. Always getting better. Damaged Ham uh, asked, if sure. a brand new streaming platform offered you the chance to produce original content, what kind of show would you create? Probably a talk show of some sort. I do actually have a talk show idea that I've been tossing around for a while. So probably that. Pack breaking videos. Me and Adam fucking around. Hell yeah. Opening packs cards and making fun of them. Backyard wrestling is what me and Jeff would do. Yeah. But just us fighting for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Just, just me the most and Jeff with a chair. The most grisly hour of TV. <laughs> just two men just bleeding and sweating. Anti-fascist Dusty, any all encountered something paranormal? Oh, that's a no on me. Yeah, not really. Okay. At J. Quinn Jordan asks, do y'all have any bad haircut experience stories? I'm a barber. Seems like it'd be interesting. I walk into barbers and I offer them my trust and say, whatever you think I'm going to look best in. And every time a barber is black, they give me that Nazi haircut. 
they give me that tight fade up to like the longer hair up at the top. Yeah. And I'm just like, is this, do you think I'm going to a rally and you're giving me an assist on it? Don't do that. I went to a great clips once and I just needed like my hair trimmed. I was like spiking my hair at the time. It's a long time ago. I had hair to spike. And uh, I was like, yeah, just, you know, like trim up the back and sides. And I didn't really pay attention to the results. And somehow when I said just trim the back and sides, she just heard sides. And so I got home and my girlfriend at the time goes, you have a mullet. And I looked in the mirror and sure enough, it was business in front and party in the back. And did I you had, go back and was like, you need to fucking fix this. I did. <laughs> I didn't have any choice. I had to go back yeah. and be like, I didn't want a mullet. Gave me a fucking mullet. Okay. Uh, what item from your youth do you still have that you will never let go? This is from Rumham and Whores. Mm. I used to have so many like baseball cards and autographs and things, but my family was very poor and we ended up selling a bunch of that stuff. But I still have an autograph postcard from Stan Musial. And Mr. it's like 61. Yeah, that's like I don't know why that that is the one that I still have, but I'm I'm never going to get rid of that. I also have a Johnny Cash shirt, which isn't so much I mean, I guess it's from my youth. I was in my like early 20s, but mm -hmm. I was in Minneapolis and me and this friend had stayed up drinking most of the night. And there was this commercial on MTV or the segment on MTV News about how Urban Outfitters was selling this Johnny Cash shirt without his authorization and that they were being forced to pull it off the shelves. And there was an Urban Outfitters like three blocks away. So we just drunkenly stumbled over to this Urban Outfitters as soon as it opened. And we're like, come on, sell us one of those shirts. And they fucking did. And, and you still I, have it? And I still have it. Yeah, it's nice. It's uh, the picture of him giving the middle finger at the Folsom Prison show. And it says American by nature, Southern by the grace of God or something like that on it. And Johnny Cash was like, you can't sell that. I didn't authorize that. Yeah, I didn't authorize that. It's from Urban that Outfitters famously does that, by the way. They are thieves. Remember that brand Fucked? F-U-C-T? Yes. That's who made that shirt. Of course they did. And I still have it. And I it still fits. I still have the Hulk Hogan tank top that I got at Survivor Series 1990. I Several years later, at a boxing match, I wore it out to the ring and then ripped off the shirt. But I still have the torn Hulk Hogan tank nice. top from 1990. I also have the stub, the ticket stub from Survivor Series 1990, first appearance of The Undertaker. I still have that stub. I just found it. It's not a particularly impressive stub, but I have that. I've also recollected a lot of stuff um, yeah. that was very important to me, stuff that I have lost over time. The first comic book I ever owned that was mine, I recently just bought that in like a perfect grading and uh, a lot of toys and stuff. So, yeah. Nice. Adam Gregorio asks, if you have a full year to drive cross country, who do you bring with you? Ooh. Let's leave partners out because that it's easy to be like, my wife. Yeah. So um, I'll pick your wife. Yeah, I would take Val. Yeah, I'll take Angie. Yeah, that makes most sense, I think. Um, be good to, I, I would do it with you. Yeah. Although would, we'd get on our nerves. We'd get on each other's nerves and kill each other, right? Ah. Uh, as long as we didn't have to share a hotel room, I think we'd be that's, fine. Yeah, that's the key answer, I think. Uh, yeah, but in the car, it's it's not a problem. You get a little phonesy when you're driving. 
but beyond that. Yeah, yeah. Between my phonesy on the drive-in and your snoresy and the sleepy, it's uh, <laughs> we'll have to figure something out. But um, you know who would be great to take on a trip? Alex. Yeah. Because Alex, Alex would, be would be, you'd be like, hey, I want to stop uh, here at this world's biggest cactus. And he'd be like, well, that sounds really great. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool. That was a good Alex. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Arnie wants to know what our top three pies are. Oh, I like this question. Yeah, it's a really good question. I'm going to go, you know, this is new, but I'm going to go number one. I'm going to go peach. Ooh. And then peach pie. I would say an apple and then chocolate cream. Number three. I'm going to go key lime. Mm. I'm going to go Dutch apple. Sure. And I am going to go with, I think maybe blueberry, hot blueberry with the vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, hot, you need ice cream with pie. Pretty much no matter what, except like a chocolate cream pie, except uh, key lime lime. or chocolate cream. It's basically any pie that is uh, has like a fruit slice or cut up in it. Yeah. Yeah. You need to heat Um, that up and put some ice cream on it. James Mason asks, you get to ask a single question to any person or organization and they have to answer it truthfully. Who do you ask and what's the question? Mm. Well, I mean, I'm obviously going to. Oh, I would ask the CIA if Jonestown was a CIA medical experiment. Because I believe it was. And I would ask my crush if she likes me. <laughs> with a note, with a, the check mark, yes yeah, or no. But she has to circle yes or no. No, maybe. Right. And she has to truthfully circle the yes or no. Who's your crush? I'm not telling. Come on, tell me. What? I'm not telling. Tell me. Is it Liam Hemsworth? Look at Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> All right. Uh, Detractor says, is it bad manners to ask the person in front of you not to lean their seat back on a flight if you're Jeff's size? What if you're Adam's? Yes. Planes are made to allow that to happen. Even if somebody leans back in me, like, it's fine. It is bad manners to ask them not to. However, feel free to bump the shit out of their seat. Yeah. I don't know why plane seats recline at all. Like, it's not a helpful recline. Like, you're going back, like two inches and all you're doing is aggravating the shit out of the person behind you. I would be fine if those plane seats just didn't recline at all. I mean, first class is different. Rich people deserve better things than poor people, obviously, but that's not even a question. Of course they do. That's why they're rich. Yeah, exactly. In your experience, which media property has the worst fans? That's from the happy pumpkin. Ooh, I get media property. I guess Rick and Morty. All I needed to see was those fucking Szechuan sauce videos to know that those motherfuckers. Yeah, I'd say a step away from QAnon. Well, especially now. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Find out if you're still being like, yeah, but I like the show. It's like mm, you don't need it. Um, I'm going to say Zack Snyder. Oh, yeah. Zack Snyder's fans are the worst, the fucking worst. Adam, yeah. uh, David Ruff wants to know what's your favorite insult? Um, My favorite insult. I don't I don't think I have one. I don't think I have a favorite insult. My favorite thing to do is to tell Adam that I'm going to kill him. Yeah. And that has gotten me restricted on Instagram a few times. Yeah. I bought uh, one of Jeff's Christmas gifts this year had an inscription on it that said, Merry Christmas. I'm still going to murder you. I was so happy the company let that go through. That was great for them. Yeah. All right. Adam, yes or no? Have you reconsidered your take on the Ukrainian Nazi grouping since, quote, it's or parentheses, it seems to have been vastly overblown by Russian PR? Was and it? That's from Red Star Sysop. Was it vastly over? I mean, Azov Battalion is real and they were incorporated into the Ukrainian military. That's not, yeah. uh, so, I mean, 
Here's the thing. I don't have an opinion on the war in Ukraine, and I don't want to fucking talk about it. Adam, Dark Doughboy wants to know if either of us have ever had any deep spiritual or psychedelic experiences that changed our lives. Probably not in the way this guy's thinking. Same. Yeah. Uh, I've had some wild drug experiences, but nothing where I came out the other end like Brian Wilson or some shit. Yeah. Knights of Medeiros wants to know what our thoughts are on influencer boxing. And I'm going to guess that most specifically we're looking at uh, Jake Paul. I love it. I think it's fine. I think it's great. I think it's good for I think it's good for the sport because it's getting people to watch the sport. I do not like him, but I do not hate what he is doing for boxing. I think there's some stuff where he's like calling out professionals that weigh 55 pounds less than him. And they're like, afraid of me, Connor. Yeah. There's an interview where he's like talking with Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson goes, you know, he's not afraid of you. Right. Right. Like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I don't know. And it does seem like he's taking on some issues in boxing that actual professional boxers are concerned with also. Like, it it seems like he is legitimately trying to help revive that sport. And a sport that is in desperate need of revival. Yeah. Yeah. It (laughs) boxing is in a bad way right now. God, when we like when I grew up in the 80s and 90s, man, boxing was the shit. There were like because here's the thing is that in general with boxing, one class tends to dominate. One weight class tends to be the thing. In the 80s, you had middleweights, you had heavyweights, you had a really great system at that time. And now it's sort of falling apart. And obviously UFC is a, a big piece of that too. People like the the more visceral energy of UFC. UFC is in a tough spot right now. You see that Dana White video? Sure did. Man. And you know, if he's slapping his wife in the VIP section of a club, he's fucking slapping the shit out of her at home. He's probably putting her in fucking guillotine chokeholds. Yeah, that's bad times. But what do you do? He owns the fucking company. Rodney Smith, what thing are you most embarrassingly nostalgic for? I will say not necessarily embarrassing, but the thing that I have been engaging in the most for nostalgia, I have been watching old Siskel and Ebert episodes and just consuming them like podcasts. And it is fucking great. It's so great. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think this is embarrassing, but I still have yet to even watch the sixth and final season of The Good Fight. And I already miss The Good Fight. That was the best fucking television show of the past fucking 10 years. It's so great. And I already miss it. And I miss the good wife also. Adam, Sam Eric wants to know what fictional sport do you wish was real? Uh, basketball. Rollerball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Death race. Uh, Rollerball 2003. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's see. Uh, TS450 uh, asked, uh, what are your top two albums released in 2022? I can already answer this. Adam, you wrote a Substack on that. I sure Everyone- did. Check out Adam's Substack to get that information. Me, I don't even know what albums I listened to that were released in 2022, so I have no idea. What um, were my top two, though? I th- Miranda Lambert? Yeah, Miranda Lambert was... See, I read. I read your thing. Jeff reads my stuff. Hey, thank you. Yeah, Miranda Lambert was probably my favorite album of last year. And then uh, I didn't put that article in order from most to least favorite so i think number two is abraxas monte carlo nerd rocker 42 wants to know what's the best nut if you're going if you're going raw i would say a cashew if you are going with like a seasoned the coconut almonds that i get at my farmer's market Mm. i know it's basic but i like a peanut 
I like a peanut. It's a legume, in- you fucking idiot. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> he, th- he thought peanut was a nut. Everyone. I'm so embarrassed. Fucking, Jesus. I'm, I'm I'm nostalgic for you being so fucking stupid about yeah, nuts. You, you should just take over as host, I guess. Okay. Fuck, man. Kelly Stanaway wants to know how we're doing as far as the rain. It's finally letting up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but that wasn't good. Anytime, if somebody told me that, hey, we needed this, I, I punched him in the ribs. Well, yeah, not just that, but I also saw people posting about how, like, anyone complaining about the rain in LA is just new there. And it's like, this is different. Like this isn't like the usual LA rain. This was a natural disaster. And the thing, speaking of natural disaster, the thing about people saying, Oh, well we needed it. We are not prepared for that much rain at one time. And one of the things we're not prepared to do is capture that much rain at one problem. Yeah. So even though it helped, it didn't help to the degree. I think people would, expect it helped in terms of the drought yeah yeah and also mudslides so jason asks other than social media giving platforms to those who would otherwise be spouting conspiracy theories in community center basements what technological advancements do you think humanity would be better without i mean that is a that's tough like what i have an answer yeah. while, while you think i think streaming music is bad and i think it has devalued music like almost totally I think streaming in general. Yeah. 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 I think streaming is probably a good one. My answer is Amazon. Oh yeah. Sure. My, my answer. I mean, I don't know why I was like, I don't know. I've gone against this so many times. I think Amazon is bad for small businesses by undercutting the prices. They made themselves a global Walmart. um, And that is bad for anybody that's trying to earnestly make a living doing these jobs. And I do not want to hear those. If you can't compete, then you don't have a functional business because that is not how this works. No. On top of that, I think that one day or same day delivering has turned a lot of people into massive assholes. People have become impatient. They have become relatively rude about things being delivered. I think that alone sort of led towards more of like the people getting mad at delivery drivers or wanting their Amazon package to be brought three flights up and put in front of their door. I hate it. I hate what it has done to people. And it's between that and those like Uber versions of food delivery services that I I have a problem with too, but Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. The food delivery thing, I'm a little more ambivalent about, Mm -hmm. but yeah, Amazon needs to get their shit in order. Yeah. Nolan asks, oh no, the Unpops team is being forced by a maniac to host a potluck dinner. What dish do you bring? Oh, I'm bringing chili. I'm bringing chili. I'm going to bring my famous lemon tart. Ooh, I don't think I've, have I ever had this famous lemon tart? I've never made, I've never made one before in my life, but you know, (laughs) this guy doesn't know. Yeah. I mean, I would probably, the the easiest answer is like, uh, you know, I would make some form of you know mexican dip that i can make with the uh, various spices and items yeah i've done that several times it works um charlie wants to know what question do you most hate being asked the answer is whatever happened to blank no matter what the question is no matter what the it fills in the blank we will always give you the information that we feel comfortable telling you and if you have to ask any more then you're asking us to do something we're not comfortable doing yeah and also Along those same lines, like 
Caitlin had to leave pretty scary recently for a whole bunch of reasons, most of them work-related, but also she's got stuff going on in her personal life, good stuff that, you know, is taking up a lot of her time. And like we said that on the podcast, like we announced it on the podcast, Caitlin was on the show and was like, hey, it's my last episode for a while, and I still get people tweeting at me like, hey, when are you going to bring Caitlin back? It's like, do you even listen to the fucking podcast? Yeah. Like, how do you not know that Caitlin just like, she left. I didn't like fire her. I didn't kick her off the show. And I still constantly get people being like, oh, when's, when's Caitlin coming back? Someone asked me if Caitlin was still banned. It's like fucking listen to the yeah, podcast. Like, what tea do you think you're getting Yeah, in a situation like that? Yeah. It's like, you know, the other part too is like a lot of people, I think Adam and I are pretty open about our personal lives, but that is not everyone. Some people want to come on, do their job and have you leave them alone. Yeah. Like they don't want you to see their kids or <laughs> like, yeah, some people want to be more private. And and we ask that you respect that in only the fact that like Adam and I, we, we, we give you guys a lot of information about ourselves. I think probably more than most. Um, yeah. So, you know, but Don't even then, I, I I consider myself kind of a private person. Yeah. Even then. Yeah. Yeah, but don't ask, don't ask whatever happened to blank or yeah. when are you bringing blank on? We know the people that we know and we know the shows that we know and whatever. I'm going to move to instant gram now because I know we've been going for a little while. All um, right. Snowball awkwardness says, Hey, who's excited for baseball to start again in a couple months, man. I wish I lived back home during baseball season. If I'm being a hundred percent honest. Yeah. It's so hard to follow your home team when you're not immersed in it. Yeah. I'm more excited for this season than I was last season because the Cubs were in a severe rebuilding phase last season and it was just not interesting to watch at all. That's what I get this year. Yeah. This season, I feel like we'll be a little better. I'm going to a Cubs game in Anaheim. I've never been to a, an Angels game. And here's the thing. Like, in terms of going to baseball games, I wish I was anywhere but Los Angeles because Dodger Stadium sucks. Even getting into the stadium, you're either going to, like, fuck your transmission up or blow out your quads walking up that fucking hill. They need a fucking, like, cable car or something. They do. They need the universal tram. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't have that. (laughs) No. And then you get there and and the people suck. Like Dodgers okay, fans yeah. fucking suck. Dodger Stadium might be the most overrated place I've ever seen a yeah. baseball game. Although I will say Fenway Park is not. It's like the history is there with Fenway Park. But like you're not going to be comfortable at Fenway. Yeah, I haven't been to Wrigley Field since before they installed lights. But yeah. when I went, it was it was not a treat. Well, thank you, Snowball Awkwardness, for that one. All right, let's see. We have Evan Hallway asks, what currently is your favorite animal? Do you have any fun stories about that animal? My good kitty, Mimi. Mimi's a good kitty. I like when she breaks your stuff. Yeah, she's a little struggle muffin. She's not the most athletic cat. She's young, but she's not a, she's not a crisp climber. She, no. she, she'll fall off a windowsill with... No fucking hesitation. It's very We cute. love an idiot baby. Yeah, it's adorable. She's a good, good kitty. How yeah, about you, Jeff? I do like baby. I like my roommate's cat, Callie, and she does not like me, except when I'm recording, she'll come up. Like, if I'm not paying attention, she comes up to me, and it feels like Senpai noticed me Yeah, when she does that. So Austin the Bender asked us, retirement goals? I also asked that question, Austin. Yeah, soon. 
<laughs> he also asks, hey, I'm moving to Philly soon, but I've only lived in Sacramento and Beijing. Same place. Um, <laughs> have you been to Philly? Is it rad? I have been to Philly. I love Philadelphia. I don't know why it gets such a bad reputation, but maybe you'll find out. Yeah, I, for some reason as a kid, always had it in my head that I wanted to live in Philadelphia when I grew up. And I like outgrew that. Now I've never even been, but it seems like a cool place. The streets seem a little more narrow than I'm comfortable with. But yeah, Boston's kind of like that too. You got to understand it. These are these are cities built for walkers. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I love Philly. I don't buy into the fact that their cheesesteaks are much better than anywhere else. Uh, Sorry, cheese, everybody. Cheesesteaks in general, fucking, like. The way they make them, it's not for me. I'm not like, fuck you and your pressure to put cheese whiz on it. No. No, that's stupid. Yeah. Fuck out of here. But enjoy Philly. How about a Disney movie you want remade into live action or a regular movie you want remade as a Disney cartoon? Here's what I'll say. The live action version of a Disney movie that is never going to happen that I want is The Black Cauldron. Oh, yeah. I loved those books. The Lloyd Alexander books. I loved them growing up. Yeah, that would be interesting. I don't have strong opinions on Disney movies, so I don't know that there's really one I would care to see made into a live action thing. Yeah. And they've gotten the big ones out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. I bet Hercules would probably be pretty good. Yeah. Hercules would be interesting. As far as movies, I'd like to see animated Squid Game, maybe. I would oh, like it's to, like an anime. Yeah. I would like to see an animated Squid Game. Yeah. That's that's a good one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think regular movie, like like into a Disney cartoon, Goodfellas. I would yeah. like to see that as a Disney cartoon. Yeah. Um, Godfather. Souls Are Spent asks, do you guys think the new Congress is crazy enough to allow a default on U.S. debt? Yeah. Yeah, I think I do think that, yeah. <laughs> of course. This new Congress is fucking nuts. Even the ones who aren't MAGA types are crazy. ZTP Whiskey asks, what's your go-to order at Cracker Barrel, question mark? And then also wrote, drink, question mark? And I don't know if that's what drink do you get at Cracker Barrel or what's your go-to drink. Mm. Mm. But my go-to order at Cracker Barrel is essentially give me a bunch of eggs with two pancakes, hash brown casserole, maybe a little rye toast, who knows, and uh, biscuits uh, and cornbread with their wonderful blackberry jam. God, Cracker Barrel fucks. Uh, my go-to order at Cracker Barrel is to go to another restaurant because I fuck do you. not fucking fuck like, you. I do not like Cracker Barrel at all. Their pancakes are so good. Most pancakes are good. Like they Cracker Barrel to me is just so fucking overrated, and I hate. I hate the vibe. I hate overrated the food. Ugh. Everybody makes fun of Cracker Barrel. How can it be overrated? I'm literally the only person who rates Cracker Barrel at you. That's it. That's that makes it overrated to me. Piece of shit. Do you have a go-to drink? If we're talking alcoholic beverages, here's the thing. I used to say I like a cheap beer, but I'm not that familiar with how beer works. What I actually like is a lager. I don't like an IPA. I don't like a heavy beer. I accept that an IPA gets you so much drunker so much faster, and that's great. But, yeah, I'm usually drinking a lager. If I'm drinking a mixed drink, it's I like a, a vodka tonic because that just tastes like Sprite. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to tweak this question. Adam, do you have a favorite regional beverage from a place that you've traveled? Oh, because this is I'll not, tell you. Go ahead. Cheer wine. Mm-hmm. If you've ever had cheer wine, if you've ever been in, down in North Carolina, it is probably my favorite soda of all time. It is like a cherry 
It's a cherry flavored soda that is just a fucking delight. And I love it. I, I would not argue that this is my this is a favorite regional drink, but there is an infamous regional drink that is found mostly in Chicago. Malort. Malort. It is a hard liquor. It's a clear liquor. It says right on the label, most people cannot stand the taste of Malort. It is the only alcohol that made me throw up when I wasn't drunk. Like I did a shot of Malort and immediately puked and it was like my first drink of the night. It's it's hard to describe the taste. Like you just have to. It's like the devil's fart, right? Yeah, it's, oh, it's so bad. And when we would do shows at North Bar, shout out to Jim Weber and North Bar, which is closed now. R.I.P. It was like a tradition at the end of shows at North Bar, everyone would do a shot of Malort and oh, fucking Google it. If you're ever in Chicago, do yourself a favor and take one shot of Malort just to know that you did it. But it's it's heinous. It is heinous. Yeah. Joe Gonzalez asked us, hey, have you ever been on the brink of breaking? I know as comedians are always there, but I mean to the point of no return. What helped you? What made you feel reassured? What made you take a step back and say, I want to continue? Yes, several times. There's a reason I am here doing comedy instead of teaching back in Massachusetts. Yeah, Um, yeah, of course. I mean, we all get there. I use calendar touchstones. So like For me, the one thing that kind of keeps me moving is that like no matter how bad things are, this is going to be very stereotypical of me, no matter how bad things are, Christmas is still going to happen. Yeah. Like that's weirdly a thing that that's there. Uh, I use that there, but it really comes down to just understanding that you are stronger than you realize and that you are literally batting a thousand as far as uh, survival is concerned. You've survived every bad day you've ever had and you'll survive whatever is about to break you and then you just move forward and you make it so that those things can't break you again. Yeah. I mean, I don't like, I don't know about breaking, but like I, I, I struggle with depression, like kind of all I the time. I almost break you all the time. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to break Jeff's kneecaps after this, but yeah, it's just a thing. I don't make a part of my content. Like I don't, it's not a thing I write about or that much like I have, but it's just not, but like I struggle with that stuff like so many other people. I just, I don't know. I don't like yeah. talking about it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Jeez Kanani asks, my Unpop's birthday card is one of my favorite possessions. Can I have that perk again for this year? Also, I love you. Yeah, we should bring the birthday card thing back. I just, I have to have someone do it. Like I can't, I'm I'm making you write out a birthday card. Yeah. Casts. I can't fucking wrap my head around keeping track of everyone's birthday cards. Yeah, because that's like one a day. It's a lot of work. It's a lot lot of people. Yeah. But maybe. (laughs) And zero fun whatsoever. Uh, This is the last one that I have come across, I think, is why do you think Adam doesn't even like sports? I don't know, man. Personal choice. Yeah. It's the same reasons Jeff doesn't like sports. You fucker. Hey, I speak truth to power. Sorry, pal. (laughs) Um, I think that that is all that I have. If we somehow missed your question, go to hell. I don't care. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, there might have been ones that were redundant or ones that like the same person asked five questions in a row and I didn't want to do a six hour Q&A podcast. Right. Um, so we've got that going for us. Yeah, it happens. We have two questions in the chat. Uh, Mike oh, Talley says favorite mythical creature. Bigfoot. Uh, for Godzilla. Me. Is Godzilla a mythical creature? 
Um, okay, fine. Dragons that walk okay. and shoot radiation out of their mouths. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I, th- I think Bigfoot for me. Or no, Mothman. I, I fucking love the Mothman. He's that unremarkable head. He's a clumsy runner. Fucking love that guy. <laughs> we, we love a goofy baby. <laughs> He's also a little struggle muffin. Uh, and Miranda Holtman asks, have you run across an episode of Ghost Adventures where the show was visiting a location you have been to before? Any places you've been that you're expecting to see when you revisit each episode? No, not really. Like, I'm not, I'm not a ghost, so I don't live in haunted places. I'm also, like, scared of that shit. Not because of ghosts, but because I don't know if there's, like, people living in Because you don't want that douchebag showing up to your place. <laughs> yeah, I don't want Zach Baggins coming over. So he can talk shit at you. <laughs> you take a job, ghost. <laughs> Fuck you, ghost. He's the best. And uh, that is all the questions in the chat. So... I Let's think that's it. On, we wayward sons. There will be peace when you are done. Lay your Wait, weary head to rest. Why don't you lay your weary head to rest? Jeff, don't you cry no don't more. Don't you cry no more. Don't you cry don't no more. Don't you cry no more. No, 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 don't you cry no more. That song slaps so fucking hard. Right? Because you're just like, okay, yeah, I will weigh my hair. Oh, my God. Terrific. <laughs> that song rules. Hey, Jeff. And then they dust in the wind you after that. Like, yeah. That's a that's a good funeral song. They lull right you and then they blast you in the face with Wayward Son. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, thanks for doing the pod. Um Yeah. Well, hey, I don't know if you know this, Adam. Uh you are my very cool friend because I have cool friends and I have a show called Jeff Has Cool Friends. Mm-hmm. You can hear it anywhere you want for free. Or you can go to patreon.com slash Jeff May to get early uncensored episodes with bonus content how exciting is that you can also get uh patreon exclusive shows like ug fine you can also get access to nerd with dre alvarez uh which you can also get for free as well uh again patreon.com slash jeff may you can also hear me on tom and jeff watch batman on the gamefully unemployed network and you don't even like sports a sports podcast about how you do not like sports if you want to see me live holy shit i'm doing a live show uh i'm uh february 22nd uh, at uh, Worcester at the Redemption Rock Brewery. You can go to my social media to get information about that. And also, Adam, I don't know if you knew this, but Mint on Card is the second Friday of every month at Blast from the Past on beautiful Magnolia in Burbank, California. Uh, and so we can go to that. Got a little someone coming by in a show soon. And also, any other shows we got coming up soon, buddy? Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but me and you are doing a show February 3rd at the Sardine in San Pedro. It is my first time doing comedy since COVID, and I'm writing new jokes, and they're going to be good, and it will be a fun show. It's me, Jeff, a Tiff Myers is hosting, Anna Valenzuela's on the show, and then Danger and Countless Thousands are doing music after. Tickets are cheap, $5, and I sincerely hope you come out and support my return to comedy. It would mean a lot to me. Tickets are just $5. And I think that's it. We should get the fuck out of here. Jeff. Absolutely should get the fuck out of here. Say goodbye. You get the Slasberg rookie card, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Jim Mint 10. All right, dude, I must. Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street.